Welcome to the Champagne Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bronze, a lover of God, life, and all things sparkly. I'll be your tour guide on this journey as we learn how to successfully navigate the effervescent flow of a full, beautiful champagne life where every day is a day worth celebrating. So if you're ready, let's dive in and ride this wave together. Cheers. Welcome to the Champagne <laughs> Lounge. Today we have Gabrielle Henderson. Hey, Gabby, welcome. Hey, Bronzy. <laughs> you know I call you Bronzy. I know. I the Z at the end. I know I'm going to call you Gabby, so it's all good. It's all good, but thank you so much right. for taking the time to be here with us. Okay. Cheers, Cheers. to the Champagne Life. The champagne Life. All right, we're going to try I'm to so proud time. of you, by the way. Thank you, Gabby. You inspire me. You are <laughs> one somebody who totally inspires me to go after my dreams. Just tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate and developing your brand and building your brand. God kind of kicked me out. I mean, real estate, you know, I don't have this wonderful story to say, oh, I always saw myself being a realtor and this is you know, my calling. But now on the other side of it, I do feel that real estate is my ministry. So my background is human resources. I was doing very well in that industry. And of course, 2008 hit and the market went and you know with most companies the first people to get laid off is human resources because once you downsize the company then you know of course hr is the next to go and so i was laid off here i am in one of the worst economies that i've witnessed in my lifetime on unemployment went to real estate school during that time and just got my real estate license as a way just to make extra money with my ex-husband at the time. He was buying properties here and there, fixing them up, renting them out, and just a way for me to write the contracts and make some money while I was still looking for that next human resources gig, right? Right, right. But as God would have it, one thing led to another and I just really got into it and I started really enjoying it. And that first commission check was more than I had made in two weeks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> of being right. on a job. And so I was like, wow, I can really do this. I'm a people person. And so communicating and, and helping educate people on homeownership, that comes natural for me. I know it sounds cliche coming from a realtor, but homeownership definitely does matter. It's very important and most millionaires earn their wealth through real estate or some form of real estate and real estate investing. And so that just became very important for me. And so during that time, I just kind of followed my passion, tried to figure it out along the way. And here I am, full-time realtor, 12 years later. Wow. Yeah. Always carry everything with such grace and class. It definitely seemed like this was something that you planned on being in because that's how you carry no, it. No, I was broke <laughs> and on unemployment and I, God made this my next career. Thank wow. God. Definitely not planned. It was just something God led me to, honestly. Nobody wants to lose a job. Nobody wants to get laid off. Nobody wants to go through those things. But I promise you, I've seen and heard some of the best success stories from situations like that. And it is a lot of times God yes. pushing us you know, you lost the first one. You're like, okay, I, I know I'm supposed to be in HR. Let me get back in this again. And he's like, okay, you know, I'm going right. to make a way in the next time, but until you get it. God will keep 
keep teaching you lessons until you learn it. I promise you, he will. He will. He does not. Give up. He does not <laughs> he give gonna, up on it. Yeah, he ain't gonna give up till you learn that lesson. <laughs> yes, yes. So, well, then tell me this, Gabby. You said you never considered yourself a salesperson, but okay. selling is just not my thing. It gives me kind of like. <laughs> but do you think that everyone can be trained or taught to be a salesperson, or do you think that that truly is a calling? I think a little bit of both. And the reason why I say both is, I mean, you have to be able to sell something that you're passionate about. So if I'm to sell dog scoopers, I may be making a million dollars a month selling pooper scoopers or whatever it may be. But if I'm not passionate about that or passionate about animals or passionate about what I'm doing, it really comes across in your sales and to people. And so you can be trained to a certain extent, meaning that trained on the skills to be that salesperson, but you still have to have a passion behind what you're doing and what you're selling. And I'll go back to real estate. Everybody kind of looks on social media and they see everybody holding the soul signs and they feel like it's this glamorous career, but it's really not. Um, It can lead to burnout, depression, because you're taking on so many people's energy during a transaction. You got to realize like when people are buying a home or investing, it's stressful. Nerves are high. You never know what people are going through when they're making that transition in their life. They could be on the brink of going through a divorce or just have gotten married and they're trying to merge two families together. But it's so many different emotions that are going on with that transaction. And so to me, real estate is more than sales. It's that rapport that you build with people. So you kind of have to have a little bit of of people skills. I like to coach and mentor new agents, especially because I I didn't have that when I first got into the industry. And I'll never forget a new agent. I mean, I mentored her. She was actually doing really well. And she called me one day and she said, Gabby, I know it's your ministry, but real estate is just not my ministry. It's not my thing. For her, it wasn't about the money. It was about her passion behind it. Yeah. So hopefully that gives you a long convoluted way to say that. Anyone can be um, a salesperson, per se, if you're passionate behind what you're selling or if you believe even in the product that you're selling. I think that makes perfect sense and goes along with a lot of things that you said. You know, you were saying that might sound cliche, but I do believe that something that you're passionate about doesn't necessarily feel as much like work. And my dad says, even in the sales realm, he doesn't look at it like that when you're trying to give someone something that they need. So when you're helping there you someone, go. Bingo daddy. You know, yes. get something that they need, you don't feel like, that's okay, right. I'm just trying to make a sale. You're actually helping. That's yourself. right. Like my insurance agent, that's sales, but right. she's passionate behind what she's doing, the products right. that she's given, and therefore she earns her business through referrals. And people can tell if you're just chasing a commission check yes, or just chasing a sale right. <laughs> versus yeah. if you're really passionate and you care about that person. And then it doesn't really feel like work. And then you grow into really what your purpose in life, what you're meant to do. I asked that question for a couple of reasons. I know there are a lot of people who will start on the real estate trail and they will say, you know, they go and they get their license and then they just don't make it for multiple reasons. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even because they're not the best salesperson. It's just withstanding the test because every day is not going to necessarily be a day of flooding sales or I think after you get that first check people want to feel that over and over again and when Mm -hmm. you don't make it they just kind of give up but what Mm -hmm. advice do you give to someone who feels like real estate is their calling is their passion but they just can't seem to get their footing together with that. I love that uh, question. One thing is never give up. Persistence and passion pays off. And also work on building your, your sphere of influence. Those people that know you, that like you, 
that actually want to see you succeed and do business with you. I built my career based on people I knew, just being a good person, treating people the way that they want to be treated. And people just kind of, I mean, things just kind of started flowing and happening from there. And so the first thing is to build that sphere because we have to know where our business is coming from, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so you get that first commission check, you make it the second check, but where did it come from? You know, what did you do in order to generate that commission check? What did you do to make that happen? And what are you going to continue to do to make that happen again? Start with the people you know and start with your sphere of influence and give it time. Anything you water and seed, I mean, it has to take time and grow. A lot of new agents compare themselves to me. They want to, oh, Gabby, you're doing, I want to do this. I want to be like, I want to be like Mike. I want to do and have the success that you're having. But you don't realize I've been doing this consistently for the past 12 years. And so you being a fresh new agent, don't compare yourself to others. We always see what somebody's doing on social media and we want to be like that. But you never know what people are going through to get to that and the grind that it took them to get to where they are today. So just have persistence and have a passion behind what you're doing if, if real estate is your passion. And get a coach or a mentor. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, I've always kept a business coach, someone that I can talk to that'll help me create my plan and create my strategies. Also come up with a goal. What is your one primary goal and what are the steps you're going to do to get that? And everything you do should be focused on that one goal. Just like a politician, you know, if you want somebody to vote for you, they got to know what you do. So don't be quiet. Don't be that silent agent. Make sure that you're at least your sphere of influence know what you do. And so a lot of your book of business will come from just people that you know, like, and that trust you. Don't be afraid to reach out to those people and to ask for business. That's great advice. I know sometimes that's difficult, but they want to help you and they might be looking for a realtor. They might have a friend that's mm-hmm. looking for a realtor. And like you said, word of mouth to me has been a much better referral source in situations like that than social media or things that people are paying for or creating you know i want to know what the true experience is like what this absolutely absolutely and i I mean just like you with your podcast i didn't know what you was doing i just knew my (laughs) girl called me and said i need you know and i want you to be a special guest look i found out later of course But the point is, you know, having those relationships, you know, with people where they want to see you succeed and they want to be there for you. That's so important. And I absolutely appreciate that. Even like the coaching and stuff. When I was thinking about doing this, I reached out to people who I know have done similar things or, you know, knew Mm -hmm. and they have been willing to help me in ways that I never even imagined. And so even though we've never worked together in those fields, those relationships are key and critical. And I'm growing so much for that. So I'm thankful to you. Of Absolutely. <laughs> Even for signing yes, up. I say thank every, you. everybody who's coming on my first season, <laughs> y- y'all are the real VIPs. I appreciate Yes. <laughs> People are not, you know, afraid to help you. And so you should be afraid um, to pour into and help others. We as a people, we're so caught up in the fact of, oh, I'm not telling her 
I'm not doing this or no this or no that. But when you come from a place of passionate about what you're doing and helping others, your blessings will definitely come. And I think when you realize the gifts that you've been blessed with and you put those into place, you want to nurture other people's gifts because mm-hmm. there's there's enough out there for us to help each other. Me helping someone mm-hmm. is not going to keep me from growing in my field. It actually is building That's right. a better support system for myself. And I'm always learning from others, even when I'm teaching and coaching. And when so, you're teaching, that's yes, right. You're that's always right. learning. Absolutely. So, now we talked about this in regards to helping new agents. I actually bought my home in 2008, like right before everything went down. So Yes. Um, In some (laughs) ways, that was a good thing for me because honestly, my credit and things weren't necessarily in the place that they needed to be, Mm -hmm. but they still had programs that kind of helped and things that I was able to do at that moment that I probably would not have been able to do six months or so later. But I can remember it being so stressful and ultimately feeling like, okay, I'm not getting the best deal. And it was was actually a good friend of ours that helped me. And I know that he was doing a great job. But as the person buying the first time, I'm like, no, this is not how it's supposed to go. They kept asking for more Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think I was Mm -hmm. just terrified. But I hear so many stories from first-time buyers that everybody kind of goes through a similar process of the angst that goes with that. So what yes, do you do? Everybody how do you does. help people? How do you help people get through that? If they're worried or anxious or feeling like it's not going to work out for them. Absolutely. Well, at the end of every day, I'm exhausted. Okay. Because like you just said, I mean, there's so many different energies and personalities. As a realtor, you're almost the conductor of every aspect of the transaction. So it's not just that client that you're dealing with and that you're working through those emotions. And when things come up, that may not go the way the client wants them to go. You're dealing with that closing attorney or that title company, the other realtor even sometimes, or the seller or the buyer. You're dealing with so many different people. You're like the middleman of it all and you're holding it all together. You're literally the conductor of the transaction. So the number one thing that people really are losing sight of these days is communication. Communication is absolutely key. Not just communicating in your way of communicating, but understanding that other person's style of communication. Some clients, they don't like texting. They want to hear your voice. They want to know that you're somebody's on the other end of the phone. Some clients, they don't want to be bothered unless the house is on fire. (laughs) Don't call me. Just text me my update. Yeah, let me know. Don't bother me. Just text me. I'm I'm going to text me. And so understanding that up front is important. I always, always, always do a buyer's consultation for a buyer, whether you're a first time home buyer or a fifth time home buyer. I'm going to always sit down with you and do a buyer's consultation because there's no two transactions that are the same. Like you say, you bought your home in 2008. Well, you know, you may be on the brink in the next year or two of buying your next home or building your next home. Well, that new transaction will be totally different than 12 years ago. And so each and every time I sit down and I do a buyer's consultation. That way my client really understands the current process in today's market because real estate fluctuates. So, you know, it's driven by supply and demand. So, you know, when you bought your home, it may have been a buyer's market. Well, right now it's a seller's market. And what are those things that we can negotiate and work through? What are the unknowns? It may go smoothly, but some things may not go smooth. A home inspection. Alabama is a buyer beware state. So it's up to the buyer to get a home inspection. So making sure that that client knows you're going to get a home inspection, but there's not going to be a perfect home inspection. So don't allow that to scare you. Making sure that they understand those fears up front. 
even from a lending perspective, making sure that my clients understand the possible causes for a dead transaction. You know, just because you get approved one day doesn't mean that in three months it's going to be the same. So making sure that they know what to do as far as their debt to income ratio, their credit. Don't get excited and go to rooms to go or Ashley and charge that <laughs> living room set because, you know, that can affect your uh, your debt to income ratio. You know, yeah. but you're excited. You got your new home. Yeah. You want to go furniture shopping. Yeah. But that $5,000 for that living room set, even though it's zero same as cash for 36 months, that $5,000 is going to go sit on your credit. You may right. not be paying it, but it's going to sit on your credit. Right. So those things I kind of help my clients to understand up front. So when the stressors come, because they probably will, sometimes they won't, if they don't, that's good, then they're prepared for them. And it allows people to handle that a lot better. Communication. Communication rules the nation. And so that's one thing that we've gotten away from. It's just that simple word, communicate. Communication has definitely been affected by everything electronic, which I'm okay with that. I know a lot of people are not. (laughs) They don't want to handle business that way. And I've even right. had to learn that, like, bronze, okay, stop, take the time out to call. Because a lot of times, even what you're trying to explain just might not come across the way you think in text. Or with autocorrect, right. who knows what <laughs> what you might send them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great thing. Now, you're going to have to cut real with me for a second, too, okay, Gabby? So talk real with me. I, I've been known yeah. to be a, a little bit extra. Oh, <laughs> So I, and I've been looking. I want to look for a home. Okay. I, my dad has always said that I had a champagne taste, right? But not even a beer budget. I said, it's a malt liquor budget. So, Cheers to the champagne. And to affirmations and manifesting. So I know that we're going to make yes. this happen. But every time I go and I look at something, because they're looking at like newly built homes, they're like, you might want a custom bit. So <laughs> that sounds very scary to me because I know that, again, I feel like it's my champagne taste and my malt liquor budget kicking in but how often do you deal with that when people just have these things that are on their wish list that you're like this is not gonna happen you can't daily (laughs) there is not a buyer that is not champagne and beer budget okay okay (laughs) yay (laughs) yes hey that's that's people we want what we want right and so that budget though has to meet what we're wanting and so I always tell people to make a list of your needs uh, because you in any home you have your needs and then you have your wants. As long as everything that you need, like say for instance, I have two children, they can't sleep with me and my husband, so I need at least three bedrooms. That's a right. need. A oh, bidet? One is, yeah, there you go. I want, <laughs> that's a want, that's a want. I, I, no, I need a bidet. <laughs> Never mind. Fine. Hey, you can always add that later, okay? <laughs> uh, fine. See, that's a want. Right. So, so I guess this takes me kind of to house heist because when I see house heist, that helps yes. me to to think that maybe even if I can't do this big built up from the ground, maybe we can flip something and make it into the house I want. So house give us heist. It's a house yes. heist. Absolutely. Okay. So we got started four years ago as a way to educate and empower people on anything concerning real estate, homeownership, investing, the whole umbrella of real estate. So it really started out as an educational tool for people because in our journey, uh, me and my partner coming together to educate and empower not just our people, but people in general on Mm -hmm. wealth building and real estate. It grew from there uh, and it kind of took legs on its own. We were featured on ABC 3340, our kind of show to really walk people through different scenarios of flipping and investing. 
There are so many different areas in Birmingham, you know, where there are properties that family members own, air property, and it was left to the cousins or, or uncles right. or aunts or whoever it was left to. And they just let those properties just dilapidate and go and go down instead of fixing those properties up and knowing that they do have value. But guess what's coming back around? People are coming back around and they're rehabbing said properties and they're selling those properties for 300 plus. So we're here to educate, empower. And now that we have the show and we have also House Heist Uncut, our podcast, to entertain. Uh, so maybe make it entertaining as well. And we yeah. we talk about it from a way that the average person will understand. Making it, it can fun be very and, um, intimidating. You know, very overwhelming. Absolutely. Yeah, right, right. But, you know, you'd be surprised at the things that you can change in a home that'll just make a home feel better. Lighting is one of my big things. I always say that lighting is the jewelry of the home. Right. Well, you don't That's even nice. understand how important just changing a light fixture out or adding a chandelier here or adding a pop. It's the jewelry, if you will. Yeah. Um, adding a pop to, to your home, what a difference that will make. And then back to your needs and wants. You have your needs again and you have your wants, but homes have what we call skin and they have bones. Um, right. And the bones of the property is is your, your structure, your foundation. Right. It's the shell. Is that home structurally sound? The skin is things like you walk in and it has the green shag carpet or it has a purple wall right. you know, or whatever it may be that you can actually change. Even down to your bidet and your toilets, you know, you can <laughs> <Right>. always order <laughs> a bidet, get a plumber over there, add a new plumbing line, put your bidet in there. Those are things that will cost you little to nothing just by understanding the bones and the structure and if the home is equipped to be able to rehab it and make it your own. What kind of projects are you guys working on right now? Okay, we started off with residential. So residential real estate is still our baby. So right. we love going into neighborhoods, making them beautiful, turning those old properties and, and rundown properties and turning those around and also making it affordable for people to be able to own the homes and get into those homes. But now we're getting into the Airbnbs, which is your short-term rental projects that we're doing. Okay. We're focusing on apartment buildings, apartment complexes, 10 units or more, flipping apartments. You will be surprised at the neighborhoods that you go through, and it's just these rundown slumlord oh, yeah. uh, situations. I've seen, and so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so we're just kind of taking charge and, and buying those properties and, and fixing those up. Even though you may not be a homeowner, you may be a, a renter, you know, you still want to be comfortable. We're also getting into development. Yes. We have a major project going on as well. It's going to be a huge development. So those things, it's exciting, but it makes me a little bit nervous because I always say when opportunity knocks, yes. answer. It's like the doors just keep opening and we just keep going. And so, yes. and then, oh, our podcast, uh, like I mentioned to yeah. you, uh, we're filming that. And we should be back on television, hopefully, if COVID will allow us, hopefully, yeah. next year. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, that's a lot. We can yeah. barely keep up as it is. But that's exciting. It's inspiration to others as well to see your passion in real estate and trying to educate other people <laughs> can grow into and flourish and blossom. And I think that that is a testament to your nature and what you've been doing to help others and I'm sure that you will continue to see that growth Thank I'm excited you. to see what happens and I can't wait until we are able to partner together in some of those property ventures on that next level there so. you go <laughs> we're we gonna get you heisted yes can I cheers to that let's cheers to that <laughs> cheers to that cheers. hey look okay. the champagne is a little bubbly I'm like oh okay I know look 
it's the effervescence, right? You know, and effervescence. That's, that's right. right. That, the, ting, the tingly bubbles and the feel good of champagne for me translate to the tingly bubbles and the feel good of life. <laughs> so. I love that. I absolutely love it. So you talked about affirmations. I yes. have some affirmations. Um, that was just exactly you guys, what I was going to ask you about. Yes, please, please awesome. share those. I so love that. So I took a class. It was really a real estate class, but it turned into a life class. And you never know uh, when you're taking these classes how it will transform your life. And, you know, it's a saying that says no man walks the same river twice for it's not the same river and he's not the same man. And so at that time, even though it was a class for me to grow in my business, it also helped me grow in my life because it taught me about affirmations and the impact of having positive affirmations and speaking positivity over my business, over my family, over my health each and every day. And so I wish I could take you to my bathroom because I have like stickies up. I do those markers, you know, the mirror markers. And I just write things on my mirrors in my bathroom and going in there because it's the one place you go every single day. You're going to go to that sink and you're going to wash your face, you're going to brush your teeth. And so that's for me is where I kind of see those things before I'm heading out the door, even before I go to bed at night, it's constant reminders. And so I want to share with your audience some affirmations. Today is a great day. I have energy. Because how many times are we just tired and we don't have any energy? We're like, yeah. The world needs what I have to offer. I have great ideas. I am unstoppable. I will not give up. Opportunities are coming to me. I am closer to my goals each day. What's mine cannot be taken away. My future is bright. I add value to all things and people I come in contact with. Those are just some affirmations I wanted to share with you today. Thank you, Gabby. Look, I'm ingesting all those (laughs) in. I've learned the power of affirmations and just the power of speaking those things into your life because we are constantly, Mm -hmm. we're hearing noise from every area, right? It's coming from our jobs, from the news media, from social media, from our families, Mm -hmm. from we have all of these things that are coming in and our brain Mm -hmm. sometimes translates them in so many different ways. And it can be very subtle as to when we see someone else's success and we don't have that with that in our mind, we translate that into, you know, I can't have that. So we have to keep telling ourselves over and over and reminding yourself that you are worthy of that. I love that last year. The last one says, I add value to all things and people I come in contact with. And that is so amazing that you said that because we don't realize how our subconscious mind, like you said, the noise, even if it's just the television or something playing in the background and it's something on there about politics that just irks the mess out of us subconsciously, how that impacts our life. I heard you mention once before the little notes on the mirror and I was like, my husband's gonna kill me, but you know what? He's gonna be okay. Look, get you some effervescent, some gold or some silver mirror markers and you can make it pretty. That'll be much worse. (laughs) For all the bedazzle stuff I have around this house, be like, if you bedazzle, one more thing. (laughs) So, look, maybe if I type it up real neat. One more thing. Yes, I'm going to type it up real nice and neat and put it in the mirror and maybe it won't bother them. So, you know. 
He, he's one of the look, ones that say how extra I am. <laughs> you extra. Look, when you when you get that new home, though, you'll have your side and your bidet, and he'll have his side. That's right. <laughs> say it again, because he wants no parts of my bidet. That's why I'm fussing about. It. He wants no parts of that. So no I'm our girl. So it's, it is on my list. We're gonna have two closets. We're gonna have two separate yes. sides, vanities, all of those. Yes. Things. yes absolutely. Well, that that will probably be a need versus a want right there. Yes. To Keep the peace. I Keep the peace. Well, Gabby, you yes. have given us so much to think about today. You have given us so much positivity. I've known you since high school. I don't see you in a bad mood. But you are always. You, are, you. This is what I always get. You know, that. So tell us how we do you know. maintain that, Gabby? How do you maintain it? I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I just try. I try my best to be a positive person and to exude good energy. I go to therapy. Me so too. that's yes. very important. <laughs> yes, yes. And so many times we, you know, as women, we have the, the weight of the world on our shoulders and you may not want to talk to that spouse or, you know, even your best friend or whoever about what you're actually feeling deep down inside. You just need someone to talk through and talk those things out. I, I try to leave each day in that day. So the next yes. day is a whole new yes. day. So if I had a bad day, if a contract fell apart, whatever it may be, I don't just let that turn into a bad week. And I pray. I meditate each and every day. I go to a place that's all of my own. I try to maintain balance. If that's a such thing as balance, you know, right. as women, uh, that's that's hard. Yes. Um, and I have an ebook coming out on uh, finding your balance, and so oh, that'll be hitting yay. in January. So you guys stay tuned for that. Yes, please. Uh, so I finding love your it. balance. That's on my list too, now, Gabby. I, ha- yes. I need I need a meditation. I you honestly, need a in. I used to hear <laughs> you know people say a closet, and I kind of jokingly say when I first got married became a wife and a mother I would find myself literally in my closet like that was my safe space that was the only yeah, place your that place. I could go yeah. I do a lot more with my meditating and things to try to find that balance to try to find mm-hmm. my peace so that I can maintain that even yes. you know that because you will crack up if you don't and it's amazing what even 20 minutes of meditation time or mm-hmm. peace and quiet can do for your spirit. Mm-hmm. Like it can totally mm-hmm. change things. I was a person that, you know, because I had to go and move all the time, like trying to go to the studio, trying to go to work, doing all these things. I didn't have mm-hmm. time to try to get in touch with my inner peace. Right. You know, I was like, I right. Can, with your, I can yeah. Take, yeah, I can take an anxiety pill that'll help me get through this, you know, and that's just being mm-hmm. totally transparent because I didn't have time to stop. Yeah, absolutely. To, you know, yeah. I could feel you things happening. That's actually been a blessing for me during this time of chaos yeah. of COVID because I've been able to sit still and get in touch with me yes. and, and finding yes. your balance. It is it is life changing. So I cannot wait. It to is life changing. I cannot yes, wait to hear you. more about thank that. You. Thank you for blessing us with that. Another thing, I also journal. My brain constantly goes. Okay, I mean it is hard, hard, hard to shut it off. I know yes. you is as well. It's like you have so many different things going yes. on. So I journal. I keep a notebook and a pen. Look, it's bling. You know, it's it's bedazzled. Absolutely. Uh, my, uh, nightstand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just get it off my chest and I write. It's no rhyme or reason to the journaling. It could be a random to-do list. It could be a thought that popped in my head. It could be a business idea. It could be a reminder to call this person, a reminder to check on whatever. I don't know. I just it's it's my way of just getting everything off. 
And so I keep that little notebook and that's just my brain. It's my thoughts. Yes. Uh, and yes. I keep that as well. And that kind of helps me. I think that's great. And I, I started that this year really through therapy. And then yes. outside of that, it is because I do have all these ideas. They would come so fluently. I would just feel like, okay, bronze is too much. You, there's no way you can do all these mm-hmm. things. You can't accomplish these things. You can't do just, well, but now I write them down, which helps me to not only complete the thought, but set intentions on being able yes. to accomplish those things. And intentions are different than goals in the sense of a mm-hmm. goal or something. They're like, okay, yeah, I might want to lose weight, but like my intention is daily, I'm going to make yes. better decisions about what I'm going to eat. And daily, I'm going to make better decisions about this. And these are the things that I want to accomplish and the steps to get there. And I think that the affirmations go hand in hand with the intention, which goes hand in hand with manifestation, which ends up in the champagne life and having just a life worth celebrating every day. So I love what you brought to us. I love that. (laughs) You filled our cups. You filled filled it. And in addition to being, (laughs) you know, a powerhouse in business, you are also a super mom. And I want to just hear how your baby's doing. Her first year of college was not what she expected. But how how is our superstar athlete diva? She is doing (laughs) Uh, and then she is all of that superstar <laughs> athlete diva. Yes, she is a beast her. on that field, but but yes. she is like makeup and fabulous off the field. But yeah, yeah, she is doing amazing. Look, I'm I'm loving on her and enjoying these moments. She just completed her first semester uh, of her freshman year. Again, 2020, we could not have imagined that senior year would have been the way it was, and then going into freshman year, that is the way it is. But I mean, she is doing great. She's healthy. She is playing Division One softball, which is what yes. she has always wanted to do since yes. she was eight years old. Wow. And so I'm just so extremely proud of her for working very hard, again, on the field and off the field because she's at Mercer University. And so it's not easy. <laughs> it's yes, not, yes, it's I know. It's exactly not easy. Yes, that's work. Uh, being yeah. at Mercer and being, yeah, it's work and being an athlete. But um, she's doing absolutely um, amazing. And so I'm very proud of her and I'm just loving on her. And we're just bonding. We watching movies and doing all yeah, that stuff yeah. until she goes back to start her second semester. So thank you for checking oh, on me yes. and asking yes. about her. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. So that's again, that's baby. a testament what you're pouring into your business, what you're pouring into your daughter and we applaud you. Thank you. Hey, yeah. I make her write her goals too. So she has yes. to she has to do her goals setting start as well. Now, yeah, she starts now. Yes. You know, it will, she has to yeah. Well, she has to, to do her pivot. goals as well. Yeah. So pivot when you need to because you you have a plan. If you don't have a plan when things go haywire, then you won't know how to regroup. So at least starting Exactly, plan, exactly. You have somewhere exactly. to, to know where you're going and heading. So I wanna leave with one final thing. And so yes. my shirt that I have on Uh, This was actually birthed during the pandemic. And so, of course, we have our what we call our working class heroes. Those are the people that are out there that never stop being out there on the front lines. Our medical staff, teachers, everyone who has to go to work and help this economy move and thrive each and every day. And so if you would like to be a part of our working class hero movement, please go to househeist.com and our marketplace We do a lot of giving back. And so proceeds from the sale of these shirts will go 
towards uh, We Feed the Homeless. We do a back-to-school drive. Well, we can't do a toy drive this year, but we are adopting a few families in the Birmingham school system this year. And so we just do a lot in the community. And so the proceeds from this shirt, the sweatshirt or T-shirt, will go towards those endeavors as well. So thank you so much. Tell us that website one more time, Gabby, for the househeist.com. It's Mm househeist.com. And it's a tongue twister. So it's house, H-O-U-S-E. Heist, H-E-I-S-T dot com. Awesome. And tell us where we can find you on social media as well. Well, my Facebook is hat. So I'm okay. trying to get my Facebook up and going. But my okay. business page is Gabrielle Henderson. Real somebody. Look, I had a, a hater. I have to uh, speak uh, positivity. Look, that, yes. that had me going for a minute with my oh Facebook my being hat. Yeah, that's so frustrating. But uh, I'm trying to work to get that back up and going. But my business Facebook is Gabrielle Henderson Realtor. And my Instagram is Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y underscore sales homes on my Instagram. And my Twitter is Realtor Gabby. I'm also on LinkedIn under Gabrielle Henderson. And I'm awesome. on TikTok and Snap and all that, but I don't know. I don't know that, those. Okay. <laughs> and now House Heist is also on Instagram, right? House Instagram Heist well. on Instagram. So follow us, follow us, follow us. House yes. Heist on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Gabby. And we will see you in 2021. Yes, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers to the effervescent life. Effervescence of life, baby. <laughs> yes, I love love it. Today's episode of the Champagne Life podcast is brought to you by Bronze Hippie Lifestyle. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bronze Hippie Lifestyle or visit us at www.bronzehippie.com where we move to the beat of our soul. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Champagne Life Be sure to like, download, share, review, and subscribe. Also, visit us at achampagnelife.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Champagne Life Podcast. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.